0: It's your boy Rodney Craig King himself. And you just tuned into the Soul of the Conscious Podcast for Humans Simply Being Humans. Mm hmm. <laughs> 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 thank y'all. Thank y'all for joining me. This is a great one. Uh, very celebratory. This is um, the eve, still the eve of mm-hmm. my 25th birthday, June the 1st. Uh, of 2018 and we're in New Orleans and we're live, And this is a free freestyle episode. The people that you may hear emphasis on the may is You're extra fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a returning guest to the show and one of your favorites. Being Ty Coleman, how you feeling, Ty? I'm feeling good, even though is eyeing me like I'm not. But I'm feeling good. We're here in the
1: 25th. No one knows
2: who
0: I am. Okay, okay, okay. okay I'm you may you may recognize her voice from such episodes as the thick and nappy episode, also the death to situationship episode. Advise both of you to check uh, you to check both of those out. Both bonds. Uh, both great, both bomb, as Ty said. Then another returning guest being the great Stretch Green, uh, who I've had on the show. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you have applause. Thank you. Thank you. Who, 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 I've had on the show uh, multiple times for various episodes and um, even even lost episodes. Now they're not really lost; it's unreleased. I'll say unreleased late episodes. episodes. No, it was like. Party like him. No, it was it was some white people who interrupted our shit, and that's oh. that was Oh my god! That's genuinely the reason why. That's genuinely that's exactly what happened on why the oh, episode. Oh, when y'all were recording that one time in Atlanta. Yes. Oh, okay. I yes. Yes, it was a great. It was going to be a great episode. It was going to be great. We already had a lot, and so it was just like half an hour of a very unfinished conversation. You
2: gonna drop that? Though?
0: It's kind of no. It's kind of weird. Like it would be weird to drop that and not to have. Uh, some type of conclusion I guess
3: Alright fine
0: You know what I'm saying Cause he literally was like In the middle of Here I am We just came back from sushi What the fuck Y'all want
3: to go get sushi? No
0: but I continue As I continue I have two new Comers of the Simply King podcast Being Two of my best friends And two different uh, For two different reasons Two different times in my life So it makes it even cooler That it's there Both, both of their first times Gracing their voices on the Simply King podcast. Um, to my right, oh, she's up. <laughs> Good one, Rodney. Oh, I am, yeah, yeah. I have uh, a friend of mine who I've known since. 13? Was it? 8th Eighth grade? 8th Eighth grade. Eighth grade. I was at Rose Hill Middle School in Jackson, Tennessee. I have Brianna Marshall here with me. How you feeling? How you feeling?
3: Sleeping.
0: I can tell. <laughs> um, and then to my left, I have another uh, native. I didn't even say she was in, uh, you know, uh, from Cali as well. Um, but you know, Oaktown. Shout out to the Warriors. They, the game is going on like as we speak. I think it's still in an overtime, overtime. I just right now. Have. Right I now, have. you know what I'm saying? Seconds
2: left. We up <laughs> by eleven points. All right.
0: The voice that you're hearing so excited about the Warriors is. The one, the only, my best friend, Janice Brewer, coming all the way from Oak Town, the town that side. Oh, Rodney. Right. There's so many different uh, <laughs> names for it. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? Stop, stop. Is it not? It's not the a town nickname?
2: or Oakland. Just leave it as is.
0: What if Girl. all the town? What if? It, you no, know, you, know, you, it's up, you no. know it's more than one. You know it's more than one. How you know, do mess
2: up L.A. though?
0: Yeah, I mean, you really can't just, mess up L.A.
2: Just, that's not the verb that you use. It's but I'm saying, it,
0: it, so people don't call it Oak Town?
2: The people who not from there?
0: Oh, so that's like a hot Atlanta type yeah, of thing? like,
2: you know, we we know you are not know.
0: It looks like knowledge
2: Yeah, like when people say they're from South Oakland, it's like you obviously. Oh, yeah? I remember from from told that like told me if anybody tells you they're from, they from South Oakland,
0: they're <laughs> not from Oakland. What does that mean?
2: Because there's only North Oakland, West Oakland, downtown Oakland, and East Oakland. There's no uptown Oakland. That's some new gentrification shit. Damn. And there is and there is no such thing as a South Oakland. South Oakland is San Francisco. That's not a thing. No, that's just not a thing, period. So old, so old.
0: So oh don't do it. Hey Don't give nobody
2: Genshin. no idea.
0: Gentrify. Gentrification. Ge- but no, no. Um,
2: <laughs> sickening. F-
0: but no, this is a freestyle episode and I'm I hope you know everyone who's listening can bear with me and all of my silliness and all of my joy of being, you know, growing up and coming up into an age. I'm glad to have the people around me who are around me, and the people who are here in spirit as well. I know y'all. I get the energy. I feel it. You know, I feel all the praises to come to me soon. Um, but no. So, what do I like to talk to you guys about? Right. First, I would love to know. Hmm. The first question I have for you guys is: We are all in our twenties, and we're growing up in a time where. A lot of shit change. A lot of things happening. and I would love to know if you truly believe that. I guess the future is looking brighter. For. For. I, I, I say that. I say that in a very broad sense.
1: Like I'll hear Because I
0: want you to interpret it the way you want to. Like, where is it? Do you think? Do you think in the next? In the next 25 years or the next 10 years That You will be in a better place, the world will be in a better place Or where do you what do you think we're heading towards Because I feel like Our generation, our age range is so special And so specific Which I've spoken to with Stretch On our Generation Y episode Where, I, where we spoke on uh, Just the generation itself And talked about how different and how special the generation is Because we've seen so many different things We've seen the old We understand so many different things from the past, and that actually, you know, affected how we kind of came up. But also, we literally seen the introduction to everything that is prevalent today, being social media, being just, you know, social networking, being, you know, AI and just automated uh, technology. Literally, we can sit here and talk about something and Google the shit, and here it is. It's right there at Google. Look, somebody, it's Google. My phone with buzzing. Google mm-hmm. might be watching still. Um, but I wanna know. Let's go around the room. Let's start with you, Janice. that's a
2: loaded ass question. Let's it, it, it is a
0: loaded in. ass question, but I would love just just give me, like one, give me one give me one thing, give me
2: If I can touch on social media really quick. When we had social media and we were younger, like high school younger, we used to log off. hmm We don't log off anymore. We don't step away. Mm-hmm. So I honestly but that's can't the pl- say. That's, I think they got
0: a lot to do with because of the access to it. I, I mean, feel like exactly, when we were introduced like, to it it was literally desktop. No we because didn't, even, we didn't we didn't no, have, we still have it's our so own mobile. flip phones.
2: I don't know if y'all remember like when you got your like cell phone <laughs> and we were starting to have data and you could get on Facebook real yeah. quick to check a status or make a status or whatever, check your little like whatever may have used. Like I think that makes a big difference, but I think moving forward I'm not quite sure. And the only reason why I say that is because even recently, I just see the way younger people move. Like, I have a sister who's 15, and I, it, it, it just affects them so much. Like, they just can't step away as much as they want to. And that's even for adults, like, people who didn't have this their whole time. So, I mean, just to touch on, I guess, the social media age, because that's where we are in life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a great benefit to a lot of people, but it's also damaged so many others. So and you think in
0: the future that's going to make things worse
2: it could I would say it, it just could. depends on how people how people take it like I said it's benefited a lot of people but it's also hurt many. so mm-hmm. um even when you know cyberbullying was young when we had like myspace <laughs> when we had like myspace and Facebook and stuff um I was about to say a lot of people you know when they I would hear things about people getting judged or you know like whoever was in their top eight or whatever may have you like just, oh, um, I still remember my top, there. my last top eight too. I don't. That's wow. <laughs> that's um.
0: I do. It's but it's only because I looked at it a few months ago. You're that
4: nostalgic. Is that how you feel? I'm mad I,
0: I didn't did. My job. I
2: did. I didn't delete mine. I just can't remember it because really I had a, no one. Had one theirs. that nobody was supposed got to know about. Cause i used my grandma's uh thing and then i deleted it off of her thing
0: and made it a- anyway that's not important right mm-hmm. now yeah, I yeah. but no me, so. I, I agree i agree <laughs> but let's also question two brie mm-hmm. do how do you feel about where the world is going i feel like we're at a special time our generation is at a special time mm. uh how do you feel about the future
2: going as far as
0: Anyway, any way, in any way, any aspect, like she decides, you know, to talk about social media, but yeah. what do you feel like? Do you feel like the future is looking bright or you think we are going down? And, and tell me why either way.
2: Um, I think, it's, I think it's more of a mixture. And I think a lot of that has to do with uh, we have an instant access to news and what's going on everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, compared to when I was, I mean, what, the 90s or early 2000s, we were growing up. I remember the AOL where you have to get off the phone to use the dial up internet, which was extremely slow So we didn't have in- instant access. And I remember the first iPhone So now I get CNN updates when something immediately happens mm-hmm. And so in thinking about how things are gonna go in the future it just it depends on how how easy or really the information is to us um, and now I guess in a sense, it's, it's going in a good direction uh, because people are more open to having a voice for themselves and speaking out, but then at the same time, um, it, it kind of seems like we're kind of stagnant in leadership in a sense. And when, you're, when your leadership is at fault, then it affects you and the people that they're leading. Mm. So.
0: Great response. I love that. I love that. And I... I it's shit crazy. It's shit crazy how much news we get now more than ever. And I think it's just, uh can be... The reasons can be for so many different reasons. But like, let's keep it moving. Um, Todd, what would you say to that?
1: I think it's just really crazy, especially since my career path is a social media analyst. Mm-hmm. If I would have told myself in high school, like, you're going to be a social media analyst, I would have been like, what? What is like, that? It. Mm-hmm. What, what is that? But I think that's just crazy that social media has like took a spin to where like we spend a vast majority of our time on there but i agree with brie i feel like it's a matter of like understanding like we have the power to 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 grow into that leadership role But also, I feel like people always express, oh, we need somebody to stand up for us. We need somebody to stand up for us. And when somebody does stand up, you want to say something towards them or are bothered that they're saying something or you want to be that person too, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But we just have to understand, like, everybody can't lead and it's okay for that. Mm. And that's what I understand. Like, I I talk to Janice all the time about work and I tell her, like, look, career-wise, I don't want to be a manager because I don't want to manage nobody. And that's what being a leader, I would love to put my input on stuff. But I know that's not my place to lead a conversation, so I feel like it's, if we can just come collectively, especially as a Black community, and not just talking about the Black community with social media, that I think that we can really tackle these like issues that we've been getting thrown at us since I want to say like heavily, hev- like heavily, in, like our sophomore year of mm. college till now. Like we've seen so much to where I feel like if we just could collectively come together, like how we do when we are going in on comments on social media mm-hmm. it can be like greater and like we can really be like truly the children of our our parents and start a revolution in the most positive way.
0: I think it's interesting how everybody uh, address something that is communication based but before I say that stretch what you say. Uh, saying
4: <clears throat> The future kind of looks a little uh I'm looking from the black perspective because I am, you know, as black as America would like to dictate me to be. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it, it's 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 a little bleak for for black people. You, you know, the neighborhoods we come from come from aren't even our own anymore. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do we even You're structure or or even have a frame of thought of of, of point of reference for ourselves? It's like when. You know, me going home, you know, seeing the neighborhood, this is like, damn, like, that's not what it used to be. So it's like, I can't even, it's, it's difficult to even form the memory of a place that, that used to be when the actual physical place is different. Um, and like we were talking about uh, earlier, like, uh, I'm curious to see where where, where dark skinned people would be in five years. Hmm. Like, uh, a lot of our, um, our, uh, Interactions between each other are, um, are very short and, and almost taciturn to the point that we don't even communicate at all. Mm. Um, and to Genesis, ties and, and, uh, and Bree's point, um, we're, we're bombarded with, with so much information that we can't even harness our own attention. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, us not being able to harness our own attention, somebody else has it like our attention is currency yeah like in this day and age our attention is currency and and it's Mm -hmm. only getting um, a lot more complex the amount of information they can absorb from us to capture our attention yeah there's psychographics there's demographics there's consensus There's all types of things that measure and and monitor the way we interact so on and such forth. so you can only imagine mm-hmm. like how much more advanced it's going to get like our technology is not really like aiming to help us it's really aiming to make provide money. make money and it's a crutch because to Janice's point it's it's the, it, the ease of going to social media now and the ease of going to google now is is we rely on that ease that we we've outsourced so much of our own capabilities to do things in in the natural environment that you know, if you seen the movie uh, Wally, um, all of the people are like fat, fat, and, and depending on their robots and things mm-hmm. to like do very basic stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, you yeah, know, we're, we're outsourcing our own human mental, physical, emotional, uh, spiritual capability to a system somewhere.
0: That's crazy, and I think. Uh It's crazy because like, I think everybody's speaking on something that they believe that the thing that the future looks like is that we're going to be less together, less connected, less connected to ourselves and to other people because we aren't even taking time for ourselves because we are forever giving our attention to something else. Or we are forever tending, giving our attention to things that are outside of ourselves. And exchanging this energy Whatever, whatever uh, And also accepting And consuming so much at the same time It's kind of like We really never It sounds like Everyone's kind of framing this, uh, this world Where we're not fully experiencing The world in the best way that we should In the most healthiest way because we are Looking at it through this so, social, yeah, we're it's so diluted.
4: We're so diluted by so much, and I think that's 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 definitely one outlook of no. Like it's how, one how one future. Yeah, that's but one I, part. I, and and even in addition to that, you know, there there is a another thought or possibility that we make the, the conscious decision to do otherwise. Right, to do something something that that doesn't look like what we've been doing for the past. Yeah. Yeah. I, the, literally literally the and, and, and even
0: the Literally the resolution to uh Ready Player One, which I thought was pretty uh, I, I still haven't watched that. I
4: gotta see that don't I ain't gonna you spoil dare. it again. I ain't
0: gonna don't spoil Don't you it. dare, but I do good point
2: out <laughs> <laughs> they're desensitized. They're not they're not attached to the things that are right in front of them. Who? I'm just gonna assume that's what comes off of whatever you're about to say. No, no,
0: no. What yeah. I was about to say don't is it, is it. It, I does, can't does, say it,
2: does, does it but I feel like it? that has a lot to do with it the fact that people don't even have actual interaction with each other like it had, that, what, that, what I was about, about to say okay
0: I'm going to not say that and move a whole another way with it what, okay, I, what I'm saying is what I'm saying is that I believe that there is a counterculture being created now where people are consistently thinking of take time away give it a break and actually telling people to do things that are mad normal like like having gatherings having gatherings where you gotta put your phone at the door and no one can have their phones at this gathering. To go out and experience nature and shit like that because you just genuinely have not experienced it in person and for however long. You know, and I get that. It makes sense. But I'm gonna pivot this to a more uh provocative uh subject matter.
3: Provocative.
0: Yes, provocative. Uh he reminded me he reminded me of that being um Talked about uh, dark skinned people, mm-hmm. and so it made me think about something that I, that is something that's been on my mind. <laughs> I know, uh, right? I wish we had some Hennessy. Right. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't but, say but, uh, the title. I know. I ain't do good. So what I while I'm, I'm saying that is because one thing that I recognize and me and my girl definitely talk about this all the time. She literally sends me shit every time she notices this in advertise because I, I addressed this to her saying like dress my theory to her which I'm about to express and I do think there is something about it that is strange and that should be paid attention to. My theory is that there is this conscious effort to normalize uh interracial couples.
2: Welcome
4: to the Bay Area. And and the reason why I
0: say this is provocative.
4: The reason, the reason why I say
0: this is provocative because I believe that there is this real interesting thing because the black love is the only quote unquote relationship um, makeup, I guess, that's political. That's seen as something that's That's a statement. That's seen as something that should be spoken about or stopped or or it's just a topic of conversation like no one else is no one else talks up no you never hear white love and asian love and, and all these different loves
2: that's because and nobody I, sits there and actually is like hey well no let me be clear people actually sit there and your parents are going to be like you're not bringing that in my house even though black people might say that too no offense to them but they'll be like, you're not bringing that in my house. You're going to marry what you want to marry. You can mess around all you want to, but at the end of the day, this is what you're going to settle down with. And I think in the black community, first off, we don't even know how to, like, be, with, not even settle, but just be happy with one person. Which one
0: person? So two, be open to whatever. Two,
2: we're open to doing, like, being able to procreate, but not, like, chill. And by that, I mean, like, actually just being able to enjoy another person and mm-hmm. just that person, which reference back to my original point. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, we... And I won't say a majority, but I'll just say like in my experience, in my personal experience, I haven't had a lot of examples where there has been a black family that has been complete and hasn't had either major issues or um, just hasn't set a poor example to where I wouldn't want to do that, something like that. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like especially in the Bay Area, like you never see that. Like I know so many people who are mixed.
0: Yeah. Shout out P. <laughs> Shout <Shad> out to Sophia. <laughs> Shad Got, Shad her her T- Sophia.
2: <laughs> Got her <done>. Sophia. <laughs> Got her doctorate. Her uh, guest her on degree. the show.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out. Yeah. Congrats to your law degree, by the way. By but the way.
2: Uh, like, no offense to her. But like. But no, you're right though. I think it makes a it makes a good point. You see it all the time, especially like growing up in Bay Area. You're so used to it because that's what you see. Mm -hmm. But you never see a black woman and a black man be happy with each other. Like they're not satisfied with each other. I know so many. I've literally, I have a peer. I mean, I have a group of peers that will literally be like, "Um, if her hair isn't silky in the back of her head, I don't want
0: her. Look at that.
2: And that's just based off of looks.
0: So, Brie, tell me. Cause you, I love it. Cause everyone lives in a different part of the world, li- <laughs> different part of the nation. So it's definitely going to bring for you know different type of uh, you know observations. So you live in Nashville, Tennessee, and you work in Nashville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. It's the South. Uh, tell me, what do you see when it comes to these type? Do you do you notice that there is this interesting um, emergence? Of um, either 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 in your real life, or just through some type of media through advertising or whatever.
2: I used to um make fun of like people like in Berksboro. I used to call it Mixed Chick City because it was so many biracial kids. Because mm-hmm. it seemed like every black guy was Mine still a white woman too. And I didn't I it I never I didn't understand I couldn't understand it because in Rutherford County the white people there are so racist and so disrespectful so That's I don't like understand Rutherford? how black men it's called up, Rutherford right mm-hmm. I, know Rutherford County, I couldn't understand yes. how the black men would put themselves in positions with women who come from families who don't even respect them but uh, moving to Nashville I see it less uh-huh. um but at the same time I don't black people we have our place in Nashville um but now too it's kind of hard to find your place because we're being moved because of gentrification like especially like East Nashville mm-hmm. the historic black part of Nashville we're being moved into certain areas and things like that Um but I don't really I don't really see more biracial couples in Nashville I see it in Murphville all the time but mm-hmm. Nashville not as much people
3: there's more do. black
0: people in nashville too it it is mm-hmm. it
2: really is and especially when you get into like actually getting into stuff in nashville it's a lot of black people in nashville mm-hmm. and like black people that are doing really good in nashville
0: mm-hmm. i think for me what i've noticed about when it comes to these types of setups and relationships is that it's all about the access and you know, access and opportunity to these things too yeah. you know what i'm saying so if you're in a city that's urban, metropolitan. Mm-hmm. It's a large chance that you will have a lot of these occurrences. In spaces that are extremely black, may not have them as much because if they're extremely black, it usually means they're probably not that affluent. Mm-hmm. And highly doubt that a man, a black man, unless that white woman is residing in that same place, will be with them. Cause how the hell would they come across each other, right? Yeah, that's so why. So there is, there is. I think there is connection with you know, access, money, location, all these different things, on why these things are happening to.
2: And it's kind of weird too because you most of the time, like you'll you'll see. I would see the black men with the white women. And the black men be looking like extra dusty, like they shoes dirty, they have no. They keep some of them. I'm just. <laughs> nah, nah, that's an interesting. Yeah, yeah, some of them they can keep on. Some of them are trash. Like, I'm just like for example, one of my friends, her, um, her best friend's ex husband huh? is now like married to a white woman, and she was like, he, he be wearing dirty shoes, his clothes don't be ironed. He didn't look like that when we were married. But you know, it, it. Not saying that all white women do, but it seems like a lot of times that white women settle for that because. in all honesty, when I was growing up, we would say when we saw a mixed kid, we knew his mama was white if his shoes was dirty. Damn. And that's. I mean that's.
0: Atlanta uh, Fubu episode of Atlanta kind of addressed it with the white kid. Yeah. Like telling him like, why does it matter that you got fake Fubu on? He said, wear the shirt. I wore the shirt yesterday. You need to catch up, Janice.
2: I only watched like half of episode one. Okay,
3: Ty.
0: <laughs> Ty, tell me, tell me, because you're in Atlanta, which this in, this is an interesting perspective because you're in the uh, the black mecca of now, the chocolate city of slowly but surely. Yeah, ain't they trying to change? Ain't they crazy? Uh, but the chocolate city, as of what it is today,
4: the last. I hope.
0: I hope and pray. It is insane. not the last, because then it'll literally be like Atlantis, like the lost Stop. the lost chocolate city type shit. Yeah. Well, have you noticed these uh, emergence of kind of like either within advertisements, within your you know, just from TV and media from home or just in real life?
1: I think it's true what you're saying about Atlanta. It's like really black as fuck. It's black as hell. Like it's black and that's one reason that's why it. I love it and why um I just love that so much. But even growing up I had a lot of representation of black love. I have I had my mom and dad. I had my aunts and uncles. I had a lot of representation and and somebody who I look up to now is like you guys know them as my brother and my my brother in law, but he's my brother and my sister Jasmine. Like they're like not I know it's kind of controversial, but if I had to say who is like a modern day Cosby family, I would say them. Mm-hmm. They just don't have like a dog. I think I know they did not have a dog. They profession.
4: got kids. Uh, the
0: Huxboys didn't have a dog. They got three kids. So you, so, huh? yeah. they, they have three yeah. kids. So, they're working on it.
1: Yeah. So,
0: they they they're more like me, my wife.
1: Yeah, my it's, wife. And it's, kids. It's, it's yeah, like, they got three kids. No it's, dog. It's beautiful, but I middle, yes, I see I see I see a lot of. people a lot of more black love which makes me happy I see mm-hmm. a lot of like and I talk to Jeannie Spokes and I'm like everybody's getting into relationships and I love it I don't but, want no false ass relationship though bro that's true but it's just like it, there is some conversations about like interracial dating and I do feel like it is like a fetish kind of in a sense for sure it's, it seems like a fet- Like I'm not saying all relationships are but like some people do do like go into a fetish and, and stuff like that and I don't have like a problem with people dating um outside the race at all i Mm -hmm. mean i i find men attractive i mean i mean one time at work i remember i was talking about this guy at work who was attractive and my friend she was like i was like joking with her like yeah like you know you know i'm not going to do that because he's engaged so i don't even want to say anything she was like
2: yeah but you know he would probably be better with like a mixed girl oh You know what, though? Like, uh, I think the big problem is, is that people sit there and they bring these stereotypes upon why they do or do not date certain people. Like, yeah. I always tell people, crazy. like I have, like I said, referring back to, like, my group of guy friends back home. Like, they're convinced that the black women they know are, like, jaded. Yep. Because they think that, like, oh, well, all the black men are gone. And I'm like, first off, some of y'all are trash as fuck. Not like not to be shady, but there's a lot of men, and not just black men, but just trash-ass men. Ran I was through. like, so I'm not sitting here saying I want any and everybody just because you meet the whatever mental, like, physical criteria that I believe. But the thing is, it's like, don't hold a stereotype against me just because of whatever you've been through. Like, For sure. if you fall in love with somebody, look, that's your business. Like, if For they sure. treat you well, if you're happy with them, if you treat them well, like, kudos to you. But don't sit here, and like I, like I said, I've, I've heard things where it's been like, oh well black women have a bad attitude well last time i checked you also like that latin women are feisty mm-hmm. and that so and so you know pushes back and you like that mm-hmm. like aggressive. and so i want to understand how the ver- like what's the, what's the difference uh, and, and like difference? yeah like if i'm sitting here and expressing myself to you because i want you to understand where i'm standing and you can't understand that that's me communicating to you like what exactly does that mean like yeah. So I mean, like I want to make sure that people are clear. Like we're not gonna sit here and just try and act like we're bashing like black love or some shit. No, no, no. Or, I, or no, bashing I'm people black, who, who like like other races. But the point is, is like at the end of the day, if you're gonna like somebody, like them for who they are, not true. because of whatever you're. And that's is, and you
0: know, for me, for, for me, the reason why I have this theory, the reason why it's a thing that I wanted mm-hmm. to bring up, is because I think there should be no specific love or thing to be normalized. It should be. It should be all represented equally. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I think to look at media and notice that, damn, almost every random household good is, you know, being sold with the representation of a biracial family. Okay. That shit is interesting. That's because okay. that's. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like. So we have this white man, black woman, black uh, black man, white woman, Cheerios, motherfuckers. Frosted Flakes, oh, they're, they're, they're Tide Pods, McDonald's. Vacation, McDonald's, Old Navy, it, Old Navy. it goes yeah. on and on and on. It's like, I understand the normalization, but to me, me being very uh, suspicious of society and also of America, this being something that motherfuckers have literally, not too long ago, this shit was illegal, I can't imagine... It, motherfuckers are just cool with this now, and and I, and if they are cool with this now, what is the benefit of to them? Because it's not a morality issue. Because it never is a morality issue. You you it's are, never it's never, it's not because this is the right thing to do. Nah. Because we need we we shouldn't care that much, and we should show these images and represent these images. I know it's not that, so that's why I'm suspicious of it. What you say?
4: I, and and to to the point I was talking about earlier, where dark skin people gonna be in the future mm-hmm. is. National Geographic did an article on what the, the, the common face of the human mm-hmm. race would look like in. That was yeah Yeah. And this was a couple mm-hmm. years ago. Yeah. Her. And the the, the person it's was fair skinned. Mm-hmm. You could probably assume she was black or mixed or something like that. Very ambiguous. Right. Real ambiguous. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think that even speaks to the idea that, you know, we, we 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 now accept black but now we want to be able to control what the, it is right control the narrative of it because even how you say you know this I, I do agree i would i would add to that point of you know there shouldn't be a normalization of just one kind of love like mm-hmm. it should just be yeah you know i'm saying whatever you do is what you do mm-hmm. if that works for you and you that's the person crazy. you in you in you, you know agreement with that works for y'all too or y'all three or four whatever if that's y'all shit, then go, go up <laughs> <Man>, go home <laughs> On. because because no you know in all honesty I mean we we do we have been like we have been uh, the, the thoughts we have now are not our own like yep. the, the thoughts we have now like the ideas of of love of relationships of of whatever are, are the descriptions someone else has fed to us and we've we've ingested digested and now we it in our own perspective the way we understand it the way we, we comprehend it or well, whatever's most and, beneficial to you. Right. And and what makes sense to us cuz yeah. cuz then again we go back to like the the idea that that you know, black love is, is is a challenge to have because we don't know how to communicate with each other. I think we, I think we, I we think, don't we don't have the, the common ground to 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 settle differences. Yeah, and and, and that's been like the, the, think, the challenge,
2: or better yet, to settle differences in a way where you can get over the difference. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I, say, think, I think that's the biggest. Right,
0: thing. right. I mean, not even
2: settling, thing. but just being able to be like, even if we feel, I opposite, think okay, cool. I You're think right. one thing.
0: I think when it comes to black love in black relation in black on black relationships. I think there is there are right. obstacles. <laughs> I know right? Uh there are obstacles in place that no one else has to deal with. And I think that part is a part that no one ever really understands and that is the driving force to why as black people we operate in a certain different way when it comes to dating. Because <laughs> because we have because we feel the needs dating. that we have to just dating and being with people in general.
2: Have you met your generation? But people jump at the word dating. They think that you are exclusively with someone forever and it ever. And
0: but that's the, that's the point I'm down. that's the that's point not I'm even making. But that's the point I'm making. And we 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 have literally reformed very simple things to everyone else into very complicated things for us. Yeah. And we are the only group that does this. Every other group is getting married more. Absolutely. It's still still getting married to the same. It's just about the same rate, slightly lower because of just a millennial mindset of people not believing in marriage in the same fashion and not having children in the same fashion. That's more, that's pretty general. But if you split that up into race, we are certainly not doing the same shit everybody else is doing. I know everybody in this world could probably think and name ten people in their damn office that they worked in that have Either got married or had a damn child in the past six months. I can name ten people. That you see what I'm saying? People. While with us, it's such a it's such a rarity, or it's such a it's such a thing that we almost be like, damn, that's nice that they could do that. Yeah. It's nice that they could settle down, that they can get married, and we, we treat it as if it's like a, a oh no, interesting thing when it's, it should be way normal than we consume it.
2: single nowadays um especially because when you're intelligent and you're doing something with yourself you don't have children a lot of times men are intimidated by that and especially if they feel that they're not on the same level as you they're very intimidated by that so i they to me it comes off when i see like men dating other races they're dating women who who they feel that are on their level and not saying that all black men that date Mm -hmm. other Races are like that, but sometimes you know when I see it like a black male with you know Maybe like a white lady that already got like a white kid and she not really doing shit with herself Trying to like, storm. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like you you could a haircut. yeah you, you. But you know what I'm saying like you you it's, it's like what what am I lacking as a black woman that you feel like you can't come to me or date me? like and I, i'm but i'm and i'm and i'm not i'm not saying that as a black woman i'm lacking but you know that those are questions that we commonly ask ourselves that go your mind. Yeah, yeah they go through your mind like am, am, am i as a black woman am I not enough or am i or am i too much for you but those aren't questions that we should have to ask ourselves no but society is constantly putting us down making us feel less than even though we're like out of all the nationalities and races we're the most educated of all people and so I shouldn't feel that way as an educated woman, yep. with a career, doing something with myself. But
0: I think I think the difference is is that no other male, hetero, group, in any other ethnic group, and has that barrier. You know what I'm saying? Because I believe there's this kind of Asian men. This kind of kinda.
3: That's that's. And why I think that's, that's. But no, I
0: think I, I think that's. Only to the effect of that they're living in the space of America. And when you talk about selection and who's being chosen. That they're not being chosen as much. But and they're, they're and the women, highly
2: intellectual and, and on top of that like they're women yes. and they have a lot of... Yes. Themselves but
0: what, what, is, what do they both share? A lot of black men are not dating black women and choosing black women. A lot of Asian women are not choosing Asian men. So those two things I think are the biggest parts too. It's not just—it's not—it's not just because of what they the attributes they have. I think it's genuinely also like the thing operating on the other side as well.
2: And then people think we're like you know, as a black woman, when I see a black couple together, they look happy, they look great, they have kids. I'm rooting for you because this is this is something I want. Like I I want us to be with each other. I want us to grow. Now yeah, you can be with other nationalities. Well, yeah. But. They we for so long people have tried to wash us out. Yes for so long I mean dating back to slavery days and even before that I mean trying to have us procreate with other races to wash to us out watching. to yeah to, to brighten our skin.
3: we, and in, stuff New like we yeah, in New Orleans. we in New Orleans.
2: So like you know, but I'm so when I see a black home together. I'm, I'm proud. I want y'all to be together. That doesn't mean I'm racist, but this is what I want for my people Hell yeah, racist. i want us to grow <laughs> Okay.
4: Very much so. No,
0: I think I think it's for me, I am certainly on the boat of I want to see black love in and a lot more in a okay. positive light. You because can. I feel like when we see a black couple, as Janice said earlier, even within our media, it's not always projected in the best of ways. Sure. Literally 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 the first things you think about when you talk about black love, luckily we have Counters, counter examples to that would be you know like TV ones, Black Love doc you know, documentary, but that's one thing. And are you people
2: know? really watching? Our, uh, the, the, everybody
0: our ain't got the as a whole
2: really
0: watching TV one? Everybody don't got TV one. Yeah, everybody I think one. it's actually on. It might be on own. Oh, I'm sorry. Are really TV one or own. White like white people do love Oprah. well what is it? What what TV? what help does that have for white people enjoying a black couple on TV? Other than, other I mean, the, the than, other than economic gain for those between people.
2: between me watching 50, like, 50 first dates? Like it's two people but no, I'm saying who are falling in love with each other. It doesn't matter their race. It doesn't make a difference because you still have emotions. You're still human. Yeah. You're still like, whether hetero, whether homo, sexual people are still falling in love with yes. each other, are still falling, falling with emotion. It's still the same process, period. Like, so I feel like for people to sit there and try and sit, like, when people sit there and they talk about like even like movies and things like that and what they're sitting there and viewing, like that's irritating to hear, like hear the fact that you're sitting there and you have to like, say, oh, the black the black show? Or, like, oh, the black movie? Like, no, it's just a movie. And the people just happen to be black. Mm-hmm. But it still is one of the same storylines that you would give me on any other movie that does extremely well or a TV show that does extremely well. The only difference is, is my skin. Like, yeah. I don't really see what... why. why I, think, that's I think, I think, I think... I such a think big we, hurdle. I
0: think we're in a place... I think we're in a place to where... To us and to black people, we don't understand why our images aren't normalized because we've been here for so damn long, but they aren't. They aren't. True. They genuinely aren't. And I think we're going to continuously have this, differenti- this differenti- differentiation of black movies and other things because blackness is something that people want. But, let's be honest, blackness is something that we don't always, the things that are black aren't things that we always get credit for. True. So, literally, there can be cultural things that occur that people deem as Fair game that people deem as this is anybody, this is American this is this. I can have this too because this is something that was just available for me to have too because this is quote unquote my right. And I think, but let me because, it, they because they don't because because they don't connect this cultural element to it because black culture is also another thing that's but let me
2: created it, as well. Think I think that's that's what, uh, that's what makes it interesting. So going with that, even like to kind of like change it back to what you were talking about. For people to sit there and say like oh i want to see black love i hear a lot of black men who say oh i want to see black people be in love but then you're not even like you refuse to even be in love with your own people or you refuse to try and fall in love with someone <coughs> like and then that's the whole conversation <coughs> i hear a lot like i i think i was just having a conversation with my uncle mm-hmm. i think and he's i mean he's married to a black woman like it's great whatever mm-hmm. black so. but nonetheless mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. You know, I, like, I think it was myself and Stretch over here. We were riding in the car and they were like, yeah, we want to see black women with black men. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. like, you can only date a black man. Wait, like, hold on. Because when I turn around and I look at my male counterparts, they're doing the total opposite. And no, I that's, think that has a lot, that's bring, that's that, the a lot to do with ratio though.
3: I, that's but that's break. not fair. For what you mean to sit ratio? There.
2: I, I don't think it's fair. I think it's, I think it's I think it's huge on mean. ratio. It's way more women than men. But then you can't sit here and try and place all the responsibility on me because that's a whole other inter. That's a whole inter. Like that's a whole thing within itself. That's a whole problem within itself. But you can't sit here and place all the responsibility on me as yeah, a black for you to, woman for you to, keep to sit here and keep on. black love alive because yeah. if I don't have a peer who's going to do the same thing with me, I agree. Or if I don't sit here and fall in love with a woman, yeah, I agree. Then how am I supposed to pull that off? I got black love with a woman, but mm-hmm. the thing is, you're over here pressing like I mean, just to be with the whole patriarch, like the whole concept of patriarchy. And, you're sitting here, you, want see, yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. you want to see, yeah, exactly. You want to see me with a man as a woman, but then my male counterparts aren't even like you. You don't even put in half the responsibility with gotcha, me. Gotcha. So how am I supposed to pull that off by myself? Gotcha. That's why a lot of black women end up in the, re- the relationships that they're in. That's grandly, that's, yeah,
4: that's, 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 that's grandly unfortunate, just based on you know. The the way we were brought here, <laughs> like the way we were brought here, is is just indicative of where we are now. Like mm-hmm. you know, the, the way we were groomed initially in the country is, is entirely indicative to the way we are now. And it's like you stand at this this with black women stand at this you know this this conundrum of 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 very um, minuscule numbers of of free black men, mm-hmm. and then. If you want to look deeper into that, there's there's a smaller number of, of, I'm using the word adequate, adequate black men, whether that's financial, whether that's intellectual, whether that's um, educational standards. And then you want to look even further into that, and then you look at just the numbers of like age range. Like it, it's very like the the the, the, the micro data of, of black men, We've just been chipped away so much that when it when it does come to it, yes, the woman is, is higher than us, and we're all the way down here. So it's, it's a large disparity between us in mm-hmm. economical, educational, intellectual. And the black woman really is, is so far up here and has so much more to do with, so much other things to do Because one, she's black. And then second, she's a woman in society, the patriarchal society, white patriarchal society. So she's got a lot more shit to do with. And it's like, it's, it's, it's hard, it's like being down here as the black man, it's like, yo, we definitely, we, we, we wanna ride with you, we wanna like, you know, be there like one and one, like at the same level. But it's like, you know, we're, we're, we're dealing with, you know, trying to reconcile our trauma. Mm-hmm. And I think a, a lot of the issue is that it's very difficult to reconcile our trauma when we're trying to progress forward because we have to look backward to apply those things to our present and even in our present things are moving so fast that we can't even catch up to our own issues. Mm. We 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 we're, we're constantly in this in this in this this space of of like of like problem solving like fucking up and and we're we're we're, we're of people like I, how I agree. how can we how, I agree. can we how can how can how can I really be like yo Janice yo... You know what I'm saying? Like, black love is everything, like, and and as Janice said, like, but how can that be like, you know, my your responsibility. How can that be my responsibility when
0: I have to deal with I think thing, I think one thing that I'm working on and one thing that I feel like a lot of black men need to think more on is about their true their true stance and identity within this nation that we live in. And I truly believe that a lot of black men are uh true the most captured by the past and you know post-traumatic slave syndrome and all these other things because a lot of them are easily swayed and a lot of them have so so many interesting leanings when it comes to American ideals. You have the whole motherfuckers who deem just seen them to come out to seem like they're you know pro-black or whatever whatever but they're hello. Of- Homophobic, there hella anti-women, there hella just a lot of other shit. So it's like you really aren't for no, you really not for us. If you're only for a part of us, and really just only for the betterment of black men. So you gotta have a lot of black men who quote unquote call themselves woke or have woken up to the point to where they believe that the black man needs to be higher up. And needs to be better quote but that's, unquote. A,
4: that's also a coping mechanism for his for the black man's own psychological issue uh, yeah in the, in the, but in I think the it's problematic I, I, agree. Think, I, I think I think it's problematic
0: and I think the thing about that is is that people aren't going through these things correctly and we still have we're trying to do these things that we feel like are new that we feel like are different that we feel like a, our own original in sense of in a sense of cultural blackness but yet we still haven't done the shit that we really need to do. Being actually going to therapy, <clears throat> actually admitting and holding ourselves accountable. Actually saying to ourselves, the shit that this older black dude taught me or this my father or these different customs, all this different shit was not right. And was and will never be right. It's no way to form it to make it right because they started out wrong too.
2: I think- That, you know we see things as if you know kids are bad pretty much but really mm-hmm. it's undiagnosed anxiety in the black community yes and a lot of times we deal with mental illness in the black community or anxiety or depression mm-hmm. or stress in a way is oh you good or you're all right you exactly. know, it under the rug exactly. and oh you know as a man you don't talk about it as mm-hmm. a woman you know black woman you need to be strong and support your man mm-hmm. And the stuff that he doesn't communicate with you about. So you're already taught from a young age to deal or tolerate a broken relationship and you grow up as an adult and actually start dating and you think these things are acceptable. So how can you guys support each other when you don't honestly even know how to communicate with each other? How are you able to build each other if if you you start off with a broken foundation from the beginning?
0: And I think there is a truly unspoken understanding that a woman must... Have her things together and be ready to Have a broken man right. I think that's something that's an assumption That is made mm-hmm. That's an assumption that is expected That is a standard of quote unquote Black love Which is wrong and flawed as fuck yeah. And so you can sit here and want this shit And like I said, I think it has a lot to do with proximity And a lot to do with access Into other things So I feel like a lot of black men When they get the opportunity To date outside of their race and not have to deal with their own personal baggage and the baggage of that black woman that they're dating as well. It's an escape that they enjoy. It's one that feels a lot easier, and it's one that they feel the most different just from just from viewing just from viewing how they are and how they operate within those relationships. They never have to worry. They never have to worry about quote unquote certain things that we being in, you know, black-on-black relationships. But there's also things, have to worry too, about. where
2: some, where some I, I've run into black men say, well, you know, I'm not really ready for a relationship right now, because they're trying to figure out who they are. And I'll honestly, you know, at this age that we are, 25, we're 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 both still growing. I might be in my for career, sure. but I, I don't know what I'm going to be doing five years from now. For sure. And a lot of guys, they stunt themselves and they stop themselves because they feel like they... Don't meet up to a woman's standards, especially a black woman. In reality, we're willing to work with you if you're willing to grow with us.
0: And also, I think
2: I think it's the responsibility.
3: I think
0: not only responsibility, but I feel like us, we really have to move away from the notion of I can't do a thing mm-hmm. until I'm complete. Yeah. And I think that's a problem. Which, that, which when I say ended. that, when I say that, you're, you're never there's never ending. You never will, never will never know. know yourself perfectly. You will never be completely formed. You will never know every single thing about yourself. So we truly have to understand and recognize our flaws. I feel like a lot of people really are just ignoring shit, just going all around and just kind of like medicating and just kind of like maintaining this flaw that you have because you. Because a lot of people literally will say, I know I got this issue. I know I got this issue. And they will say that to multiple people that you've dated and not understand it. That that's a problem. You can't sit here and say this to Ty in 2015 and then say it to Janice in motherfucking 2018. And you're the same man. So it means you have not grown. You are not the same. You're, you're the same person. You, haven't, you say you recognize that this is a flaw. This is a bad thing. But you don't want to do anything you're using
2: about it. You
0: use it as a crutch to, to not grow. And I think you can always put that on people and also manipulate relationships. Okay. Because you can forever say that I'm not ready because I still got this thing I'm doing. Yeah. I'm not ready because I still got this this kind of thing that I'm still trying to figure out. I don't know me. I don't know this. I don't know that. And the thing about it is we got to let certain things go and be real with ourselves. And either don't waste people's time at all and truly be by yourself and get the work done that you believe that you need to get Get done with yourself or truly stop bullshitting and just keep it real. You're not working. You're not doing no work
2: You can miss out on a really good woman because you think you're not ready, but like Denise is saying you'll, 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 Honestly, when will you be ready? Like, If you're going to be ready the day you die a, I mean, but
0: also, don't you know, don't don't waste a good woman's time is, either.
2: Like I mean, that I always agree about being transparent. Like, be clear about your intentions and everything. Because yeah. I feel like the biggest issue I've heard thus far with my with our generation is the simple fact that people aren't upfront with things. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people want to insinuate. I think a lot of people want to ki- kind kind of try and like. Test
0: the waters to see how things go, and whoa, they
2: got too far. Oh, go. I gotta, I my gotta kind of, bro. My mother is predate me. What is that? I was, I was so thrown when I saw that the other day. I was like, I tell you, no,
0: no, 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 like, it's it. even worse than that. Predate, from my understanding, tie is men are out here wanting to take you on, not quote unquote a date, but a predate, meaning. Possibly you just come to my crib and we get a feel for each other. That's not
2: a predate.
3: And then I, I
0: decide and then the I decide house. if I wanna take you out on an actual date. You've just so, renamed
2: what a date is. A date doesn't have to be taken out of a place. A date is look, people spending time with each other. I think the shit is absurd. I think the shit
0: is absurd, personally. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but let's,
2: Who did this goofy shit? <laughs> look, blame you,
0: Twitter. You are blame trash. Twitter. Like, blame Twitter. Period. Blame Twitter. <laughs> but I, I, I wanna I wanna move on. I wanna move on, wanna move on Black Love, I think we've said a lot. And I hope the people who are listening can digest all we said and truly give me feed give us feedback. If you fuck what is what was said, if you don't, if you want to add to the point, if we missed something, let us know. But to close out, I would love to know. You know, because I feel like you know, you guys are all people that I truly support, truly love. Um, and definitely understand that you all have individual visions, individual goals within life as, as in mine. And I guess uh, the last question I have for everyone is what do you believe with, you know, kind of thinking about your full agency as, you know, as a black woman and, you know, as a person who's working in a certain field, as a person who's trying to do a certain thing, whatever, 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 whatever. as a black man trying to do a certain thing, whatever, 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 what do you believe? Uh, I guess is the biggest barrier or the biggest obstacle that you're currently facing. Anyone? Yeah, I won't sing. With I want Nobody else. So, <laughs> so what is the big obstacle we're currently facing? Currently, in our which, age at, at our current age, we are all you know in our, you know our mid twenties. And you're trying you're really just trying to either be it's this can be a personal thing like you're just trying to be the best you Getting you're trying best to be hair the hair you're just trying to American. you know what I'm saying it could be it could be you can make it big small whatever you feel like is a challenge is a, is a roadblock or a challenge for you to be the best you right now and that's out and I would love for it to be outside yourself I don't want anybody to say you know I'm my biggest enemy I'm the one keeping myself back I'm talking about external things being
4: a black man in hell. <laughs> corporate America because folks don't know what else to talk about. Like they they can't see beyond like the physical or like yeah. actually care to want to like like meet meet your mental capacity at some space. Like it's like oh you change your hair. Okay. The fucking sky's blue. So what? Like mm-hmm. if this shit gonna change. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep the same like hairstyle. Like, for, very, for too long. I it's, it's going to things look crazy. Yeah. It's going to look crazy. and You've got some other shit to say about it. So it's like, can I not, like, continue my normality, you know, in this space without, you know, being met with, uh, like, question or concern when I take my hair out? Like, are you okay? Yes, I'm fine. I just needed my scalp to breathe. Like, you know what I'm saying? And, and that was something I never, like, encountered because it was, like, I always had, like, a low cut, but... You know what I'm saying, like, I would rather grow my hair all day. I mean, that's my choice. I can mm-hmm. do what I choose with it. So, Trust me, I know. And, like, being in these spaces is always some kind of conversation about that, which I think is unnecessary, and detracts from, I think, a lot of, um, not a 100%, but at least like a good 75% detracts from, you know, the mental capacity of a person, you know, under their hair, and, you know, that their... Um, capabilities, you know, that they, that they add to the work environment, whether that's, you know, the work they produce or, like, the way they interact with people, mm-hmm. um, things of that nature, like, really, like, just looking at a person and not, like, being stopped by just physical appearance. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that's the, that's the largest thing. And it's, it's annoying because it's, like, you want to just be like, yo. Like, you really want like like, there's that cold switch of, like, of, of being very corporate, holding, having a, a, a very well lexicon and, and speaking, you know, in proper English without, you know, leaving some, you know, some, some letters at the end of words out, economics <laughs> and so on and such <laughs> forth, and what have you. Mm-hmm. And you draw a cold switch with somebody and, like, show them the part that they're looking for and to remind them it's not what you want. And it's not the time or place for it. So I'm gonna keep my shit to myself, and you will keep your shit to yourself. Because we came here to work. We came here to produce some shit for us to make money. I'm here so I don't get fired. <laughs> also, and the
0: biggest part to me is this thing that you're really, truly getting a lot of energy to does not affect the job that you need to
4: at all. At all.
0: So I, I I agree. I agree. Let's move on uh biggest obstacle that you believe that you face as the person that you are today mm.
2: being a
1: black woman in corporate. Mm. if it's not my hair
0: that's a book title
1: if it's not mm-hmm. my hair it's how i dress <laughs> if it's not how i dress or my hair it's mm-hmm. how i'm talking if it's mm-hmm. not that it's about understanding my culture mm. so i think there's a constant battle i'm not trying to say like you know i i definitely feel tevin But being a black woman in corporate, we have so many levels to this shit. Like, Mm -hmm. I have anxiety, like, Janice knows, I have anxiety changing my hair. Like, she knows I'm not wearing this hair to work because I don't want to deal with them asking me Why did you, like, and it's just like, I don't want to, like, I don't want to talk about this. Like, I, I feel like that shouldn't be the first thing you ask me. Karen, I don't think <laughs>
4: that's the Karen. first thing you
0: should talk about. To we, if that's not her real name, I would have used that exact same name to refer to the story. I
1: don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk about. Karen was a great
0: office name.
3: <laughs> I don't. don't
1: want to talk about why I look a certain way in clothing because I'm shaped a certain way because because of, of, as a black woman, I don't want to say something and then it comes out me being aggressive. But if someone who is white or maybe a white male it comes off him being stern in a leadership Mm. that's not fair so that's something that i've battled with and it's just like i have to put my and i didn't like i I, like i feel like me and janice had this conversation she even said it to me i put myself in a bubble and i i made myself like just try to to not mold but camouflage in the background because it's like i'd rather camouflage than stand out and right now I'm learning to not use my struggles as a crutch, but as a power.
0: I think we truly have probably maybe just began to scratch the surface on how work and how code switching and how consciously forever. Yes, forever being aware of how we should operate within work and society affects our mental health. I feel like we probably only just scratch the surface with it because I feel like therapy and all these different things are just now becoming a thing that people are really trying to talk about and get into within the black community on a widespread. I feel like it was happening to individual to individual, um person to person type shit. But I th-
4: now what I notice is like they wanna they I say they ambiguously because they many organizations mm-hmm. and structures and shit. But
1: they want to know what we're
0: thinking and how we're thinking
1: it, and they're going
4: about it the wrong way. But they yeah. don't and listen I when I, I say shit, though. But even, I think I think it's 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 what like, the point. You know, I, a therapist who's sitting there telling you like like narrating to you, and, like I, think, and I think and I think
0: I think yeah, that's that point right there makes it even worse because even if you are you know have the access to gain the resource. Of therapy, or just somebody just to give you a second opinion on your thoughts and how you feel, and if what you're feeling is something that you know, this is what you're feeling, and to just truly give you some take and give you some perspective on the life that you're Um And that, though, that, that a lot of those people who have those degrees, who have those certifications, uh, truly do not understand where you're coming from. Like, it is, I find it crazy how. I love that people are getting into therapy more. I listen to a lot of podcasts, a lot of podcasts I listen to forever. It's, you know, promoting talk space and all these different things about, you know, how, you know, therapy is becoming more accessible. But the part about it to me that's interesting is that a lot of people tell these people about how hard it was when they finally find someone. It truly was a task to, like, find someone that they felt like they could relate to because either this person was... Lily, questioning them, telling them that, "Are you sure this is not in your head?" And, yes, this is in my head, but also it's not fake. I'm not making this shit up. I'm seeing this, and the fact that it's in my head and I can't release it is why I'm sitting with you today. It's a problem, but I digress.
2: I, I think um, also another thing <laughs> added to being like African African American woman in the workforce is. Just being able to have a voice without being called a bitch. Mm. And my my thing is my supervisor is white, Mm -hmm. and it's it's only three of us, well four black women that work social workers in my job. And my supervisor will tell, will say in front of other people all the time, oh I never have to question how Brianna feels. You don't because I'll tell you. But people present that as oh you have an attitude. No I don't have an attitude. I'm just not gonna allow you to run over me. Because also people think they can run over your talk to you in any type of way. And how, how do you address those people without being a bitch or having that or be your stereotypical black woman without defending yourself? And even if you defend yourself in an educated manner, they're still gonna put you in that category yes. they want you in. And that's 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 something I deal with all the time. And and, and it's unfortunate But I still have to come to the conclusion, I can't worry about what white people or anybody else says about me. I have to be able to stand up for myself and know that despite me standing up for myself, I'm still doing my job and I'm still a great social worker at the end of the day.
0: We need you, you feel me? Janice, Mm. I believe you're the only one who has not spoken. But the question (laughs) was, just to remind everyone who is listening yourself, what is an obstacle that you believe you deal with within life today? As the person that you are. Um,
2: I think that it's not falling for... I, guess it was, um, I think it's not falling for the stereotype of what a good life is. So is. That's my current issue right now. Okay. Or what I'm currently experiencing. Okay. Graduated. I got out of college, Mm -hmm. get paid very well versus what I used to get paid in college, working three jobs, which I'm very happy about. However, stress the fuck out. Mm -hmm. Um, I have no work-life balance. My family barely sees me. Um, I don't like what I do. Mm -hmm. I want to do what I love to do. However, there's no way for me to just start getting paid the way I get paid now. So trying to find that, trying to find... A way to get out of what I'm doing currently to do what I like or do what I love or do what I'm passionate about, um, and then trying to explain to people that just because I graduated college and got a job doesn't mean that I'm successful mm-hmm. that is such a difficult conversation. And, and like, having that with yourself, yes, to say it's okay that it's okay yeah, that I'm not happy, happy where I'm at, and this is not success, right. this is not this isn't it, this is not I cannot sit here and be. And, and be complacent where I'm at right now and be, and be totally right there's so many people who walk up to me oh my god you graduated college um, kind of on time because I was technically a year behind and you know you got a job and you, your job is doing great but it's like no but I can I'm be doing not though. more mm-hmm. I can I know I have more talents than just doing sales I have more than just Big doing, facts. like there's there's so so many like I was I think I was talking to my my uncle <laughs> about this and he was saying um, you know you have so many ideas but you never execute them Mm -hmm. and I kind of laughed at him because I'm like when do I have time to do so like and I'm like whether I'm like you know of course like time and all that stuff and having certain you know the whole 24 hours in a day but everybody doesn't have the same 24 hours like having to sit there and and work through all that uh, I think that's my biggest issue to come back around to the, the original statement is being able to say that my current success is not success to me and even though it is to other people, like it's okay that it, that's not it for me. Like mm. does that make sense?
0: It does, it does. And I guess uh we can close on my answer. I definitely thought about it as everyone was speaking. I think for me it certainly is parts of what you were saying, Janice, uh that I'm truly trying to figure out, you know, this way of kind of, you know, call it a millennial angst, but doing what I love. And like, when you figure that shit out, it really does kind of like poke at you that you're not doing that every day and that that's not what's paying your bills and, that, and that's not what's, you know, giving you some type of satisfaction. Uh, it fucks with your head. It makes you unmotivated sometimes. It makes you uninspired. It can make you depressed. Uh, it can make you so many different things. And that right there literally impedes on the work that you have to do for your job that you are employed in. And also the work that you want to do. So it affects everything. Because you literally you literally will get into a space and into a mode where you don't want to do anything. You literally just want to kind of check out of all things. And I think that is a place that I've seen myself in too many times um, that I want to count. And I think that is one of my biggest obstacles as of now. That it's this rat race. It's this repetition. It's when I look back at the calendar and I already realize it's my birthday. You know? the shit fucks me up because I'm like, damn, it feels like, it, 15, <laughs> it feels like... In 15 minutes. In 15 minutes. It feels like fuck like where did my year go you know I feel like I had this idea had this plan had this that and third, and, this, and, this, and it's kind of like shit I'm planning correctly am I doing this am I like hesitating on something am I not you know executing the way that I know I can and that literally creates another issue for yourself because now you challenge yourself now you question your own ability you doing you beating yourself up and all those things are limiting What the action that could be getting done already And I think um, That is my biggest obstacle And I believe that all the things Everyone said are things that people Certainly are going through If you're going through it Definitely let me know And we can talk about this shit We can, you know Continue the conversation We can, you know Figure this thing on out You know what I'm saying uh, This is a great episode I feel real good
3: You should have kept going I Ah it
0: went live That's I don't say the good idea on After I, like, it's about like, to yeah, be wrapped yeah, up.
2: Was, you, can, I, you, I, you know what we playing We kidding y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Joke.
0: Okay. <laughs> I'll keep it going. It's over. You can always cut. Right. I can, but I will keep it going for the sake of it all. It is a special. Motherfucker's gonna listen to a good birthday special. Birthday special. Understand. Bear with, bear with us, and continue to listen.
3: Yeah, bear, bear with us. us.
0: Bear real. with us. Damn, that's real. That's really I liked it. Show. I liked it. Somebody write that down. Bear with us. Um, damn, that's deep. And now that I think about it, I'm tripping because I said that shit too. I said that shit. When you think about it, like bear with us, like leave, leave me be. Well, I okay, so, so I thought I was laughing, but. Beautiful suggestion by Ty to continue this song. I just
1: texted
0: you. Thank you for texting too. Um continue this on. Let's bring up spirits. Let's bring up to a place of great enjoyment. Yes, I can't go live.
2: Are you talking about like
0: how this day is dark? Um. What I wanna say.
2: From
0: the very beginning or we no 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 no. no. <laughs> like, that's not, out, she like, ready? ready. No no no, no, no that's not that's I not started. That's not what I was about to say. That's not what I was about to say. <laughs> Why? Why is that's not so what watching? I was about to say. What I was gonna say was Hold oh, on, let me let me turn this on. Ready, ready. ready okay. Ready. What I was about to say was was it was that because I talked about the obstacle. Mm. And why not end on a positive note? Oh, okay. valid. You know, it is the bringing in. We're 12 minutes in, almost 12 minutes into the born day of yours truly. You feel me? And I truly appreciate for everyone who, you know, joining in. I'm going go ahead and record the last 12 I'm drunk. I'm drunk. I think you tired tired. And I tired. you might be a
2: little tipsy. <laughs>
0: Damn (laughs) Oh what's up Neil How you feeling bro Uh, But no The last 13 11 minutes Uh, Until my birthday You know what I'm saying Thank you by the way I see that y'all got a birthday wish Ain't that nice But no What are things that you believe That you Right at this current moment Mm -hmm. When you are (laughs) Twenty-somethings. Do uh, Love <laughs> to be. Twenty-somethings. What do you like about yourself right now? What is something that you are so excited about, glad about, proud? Whatever you want to say. Name a positive thing that you feel like is helping you become better or helping you kind of, you know. Go ahead. Everybody, everybody, let's let's go around the room. Let's be brief. Do
2: you want to go? Okay. I think think I'm I'm proud of, um, at this age, knowing who I am and having self-confidence in myself. And when you have (laughs) self-confidence, it gets you a long way. Um, And the little shit that people say to you, that shit, I mean, yeah, of course, what people say is going to affect you. But when you have confidence in yourself, you trust yourself. Um, you're able to move forward and you don't let real shit hold you back. And I think at 25, I've learned a lot. Um, when I look back at 21 years old, 25-year-old me, it's like two completely different people. Two completely different people. And it's so much growth. Um, it, It's kind of amazing. But when you reach this age, you kind of got to be at that point where you know yourself and you love yourself. Because if not, this is a dog eat dog world and people will eat you alive.
0: Mm. mm. Ty. Oh
2: wow. <laughs>
1: um, what I love about myself is that I I'm ex- what I'm I'm extremely confident in my creativity and my ideas. Somebody so, say yes, so. Um, I used to really like I remember my freshman year talking to my best friend Raven, like, it was so random. I think I was like doing her hair or something. Mm-hmm. But I was like, and Raven, like, you know, Raven, if you guys know Raven, she's really talented. And she was, like, into rapping at the time. And she will ask me, and this was before we were established best friends, like, what's your talent? And I was like, I don't have a talent. I, I can't sing. I can't. I used to just have it in this broad thing. So I love that I'm extremely creative. And I'm, and I'm appreci- appreciating how talented I am beyond what society may think. Mm. Even, like, it makes me happy that people love watching my, my page for recipes or Makeup tips, beauty tips, and stuff like that. And for me to just step out on that faith that I can do it, especially with Janice banging me in the head, like, you should just start. I'm really proud of myself that I've been, that came this far to even start a YouTube channel and to put out content and to, like, mm-hmm. you know, express
2: myself to the world. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy mm-hmm.
0: about that. Janice. Yeah. You.
2: Um, if I had to, t- hello. Um, if I had to choose what I like about myself right now, but I what mm-hmm. I'm also appreciate it, mm-hmm. um, I think it's being upfront about how, and I was just telling y'all this earlier, but just being upfront about how I feel and where I stand on things. Um, I can definitely say that wasn't me maybe right before <laughs> 25. Shoot, like, for real, for real. Um, only because like there was a lot of times where I would let things happen and I'll bubble it up or ball it up into, you know, whatever I have going on and just let it ride over me and come to you or go to time be like, I don't know what to do and this mm-hmm. is going on and just being like, you know what? I don't like this. I don't feel comfortable with this. I need to talk to you about this or you know what? I like how this is going. This is where I want it to be at and just being. Being, um, like I said, I think I really love the concept of being transparent and being open about where you are on things. I think that's my favorite thing about myself right now. And not in a harsh way either, not in like a bitchy way, but just like a, like, hey, this is where I stand, this is where I'm at, this is how I feel. You know? Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. What's up, Reed? Happy birthday, girl. You know what I'm saying? Happy birthday. Her birthday, her birthday was. Today. But today, It's about is right to end now. in a few minutes. It's about to end in a few minutes, but it's still her birthday, so I'm gonna give you your shine. <laughs> Shout out to you know, all our way from you know, in Philly. Happy but you, bro.
4: Um, I like that I'm able to control my peace, find my peace, um, wherever. I mean, I think that's a, a, a big thing in uh, in the world we live in. It's a lot of emotion, um, and we're in so so much. In such constant motion that we tend to forget stillness, is, is good for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and stillness of being doesn't mean stillness of thought, because even when you sit still, when you sleep, your thoughts continue to go. Um, so I, I I'm just learning a lot more how to control that peace how to tap into it when I need to, like you know, step into a room where I may feel. Um, I either may not know something, or I may not um, be the best at something in the room. As long as I can tap into my peace those things don't matter because those things are something I'm 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 I'm, I'm assuming because they have not happened. I have not had you know the the experience yet. But you know, we take the moment to step into your peace All thing, all things else, you know, don't really like you know cause too much, too much. Uh, Trauma, too
2: much.
0: Everything's not as bad as it seems when you find with your peace. Yeah, I didn't want to say hi to this IG Live real quick. Oh, yeah. Somebody just said, underscore J Sykes just said, wow, love his answers. I'm dealing with this
4: it's a well, I said the people peace like cause that's all it really is what, what they said what what what, they, what was referenced to uh, that one of the peace, peace be still peace is still peace is made of still
3: not the Taliban oh lord I don't know how but no uh, peace is
0: definitely still very true but see, <laughs> yet yet the point is still valid and I think um, also, I, th- I would suggest everyone to check out an episode I did with Sydney Coffee about peace. And once you find that peace and keeping your peace, it's a great episode, it can help a lot of people. You should check it out. But for myself, and we are five minutes, oh, four minutes until the strike of 12. And it's my birthday. Uh, for me, I think uh, what I really am finding within myself is that I truly, like, I, I felt, I feel closest in my answer. Bottle. Yeah, we already drank the bottle. There is really a bar at the top of
2: the bottle.
0: That's still open. That's
2: going to be open to
0: truth. we We'll talk about it. But, uh.
2: Worry,
0: bro. So, for me... I feel like I'm closer to tie with my own answer being that for a long time I didn't consider myself a creative. I didn't consider myself a person who created things or or just had this specific talent that was very uh, performative uh, that I could literally just show you right now. This see some shit I do, or I can literally pull some shit out and be like check out my work. Um, I feel like I was mad complimentary. I was mad. You know, uh, uh, collaborative in a way where I was forever assisting people with their things that were what, what I deemed to be very uh, creative, very illustrative, and all these different things. And never could understand why I was drawing the attention and drawing the friendship of these people who were creative. And then I realized with myself that I too am a creative. And once I realized that about myself, it was something that I couldn't shake. It was something I could not let go. And because of that, I think it pushed me to create more. It pushed me to admit things to myself. Why the hell do I have all these journals and books? Why do I carry around shit to write on all the time? Because I want to write. Because I want to express myself. Because I want to create something. Why am I always ready to give an opinion, give an aspect? be able to actualize an idea because I am a person who can get to that capacity. Why am I drawing all these creative people to me? Because I am a part of them. I am a part of that same mindset come from that same tree. And I and I think, you know, because my personal talent wasn't something that was uh, the ordinary, that was explorative, that was uh, performative and all these different things, I deemed it as something that was not A talent or not a thing or not something that you were blessed with and I now deem all the things that I know that I'm blessed with to be something that is gonna drive me forward and the biggest biggest reason to for me to go further to push ahead to do all the things my voice is my talent my opinion is the power that I have and the way that I express it is Actual blessing that I must Share with other people So I have to see myself as this And I want everyone else To see themselves in the same I want everyone else to recognize that There is this thing that may be blocking you That's all the way out of your control But there also is this thing that You already now possess That literally is gonna You know push you through And keep you up And maintain Your sanity because that is the very thing that you need to continue to look into and find the other layers of and keep peeling back to find out that, damn, I just discovered this about myself, so you know what? I need to keep looking deeper. I need to keep finding these things out and keep searching and keep just going into yourself. And we have to, we have to be this way. So I think we have to, you know, Get into well, us right city. now, though. We right now what? We
2: go get into the bed, listen, baby. Woo! Hey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> midnight, nigga. It is
0: midnight. <laughs> it's really.
2: It's
0: midnight, midnight. <laughs> and we, we should wrap. And we all old
2: we, <laughs> we're not
4: old. <laughs> we're sitting
0: over here looking at each other
4: like we we're not old, but like we, we know the we certainly
0: we certainly will wrap this up. <laughs> mm-hmm. And if you yeah. don't know, for all the people who are looking at this on live, the fact that y'all are up. On live is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody who tuned in when they seen that I said
1: Oh. Turn it up. I mean it oh, yeah, can only go Do so loud. But Ron thank you all
0: for joining Ron, this live. Ron, thank Ron. you all for listening to this episode. <laughs> if you stuck around as long Ron, as you, you did, I appreciate shit. it. Huh? Go to shit. You I ain't old that old. I'm like older. I'm old in spirit. Huh? We getting old,
4: We getting better.
0: we getting better We're around here, you up feel up me? We getting sales better. Sales
2: discounts. Who? Hey, that should be funny. I wish I could get some
0: singing discounts. Um <laughs> uh, Anywho, if you don't know now, you know you can listen to the Assembly King podcast everywhere. Podcasts are available. From
3: That's
0: how you feel? I'm gonna put you on the thing. Put, yeah, I'm gonna put you on the thing. Uh
3: <laughs> oh, oh! Get it, get it!
0: <laughs> if you don't know, you can listen to Simply King podcast. Everywhere podcasts are available um, from SoundCloud to Apple Podcasts. Make sure you subscribe and share to everyone, please, share for please, his please. Um, yes, please share for my birthday. Jesus That's the best Christmas present. Fire. If you want to pre- if you want to give me something and it's you don't have to spend no money. All you got to do is spend two two seconds. Maybe. Go ahead and tap, 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 tap. Do that thing for me. You feel me? I appreciate it. Um, their
4: lives. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. um,
0: you just tuned into the soulfully conscious podcast for Humans Simply Being Humans. Thank you all for being here. Thank you all for being a part of this. This is a freestyle episode. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll talk to y'all later. Peace.